Welcome to a very special episode of The Middlemen. This is J.D. Little. I am here with Jesse Merkel, who is back with us to make us even funnier than we would be otherwise, and Doug Allen. <laughs> and we've been on hiatus for a bit. We, we took, um, took some time off around the holidays to spend time with family, and then our families made us sick with COVID, and we took some more time off to spend time with our family, and now we're all better and back with all of you. Just so you know, um, having the constitution of a uh, of a five star general, I I did not come down with COVID. I uh, was the only one who remained uh, healthy. Doug was taking care of all of us. Yes, thank you, Doug. You're very welcome. Appreciate that. Okay. So, what's the special? What's so special about this episode? This is a very special episode of The Middleman. Today, we are going to air our pet peeves. Oh, yes. And I've got a long list in front of me. And in fact, uh, Jesse and Doug have also made their own separate list. And we've organized them a little differently. I thought mine should be in categories because I like to categorize things. Um, Jesse has varying degrees of... <laughs> Peevishness. Yeah, that would be a good way to describe it. Yeah, I'm not sure I used the word properly. And that would be a pet peeve of mine, people that misuse words. Um, and Doug, I think, has done his alphabetically. Mine is, uh, yes, alphabetically and by color. <laughs> <laughs> All right. JD, I, you, I think you should go first because this was actually your idea. Yeah, so the first idea I had, I thought we would just throw out broad categories of things that bug us, and we can still do that if. The spirit leads us that way. But for instance, driving mm. on yeah. the road, okay. on the highways and the byways of our great country here. I have two pet peeves with driving. My first issue is with people who tailgate. I think it's dangerous, irresponsible, and, and frankly annoying. I totally agree. The second group of drivers that really bug me are the people who will not get out of my way even when I've been on their bumper for the last 10 <laughs> minutes. Ah. So you are both. Yeah. It's kind of like... I. In conversation at parties, it's people who you know interrupt me constantly, and other people that talk too much. Well, with the driving, <laughs> I had some something similar on my list with the driving. Let's hear it. Pe- well, people who tailgate, but just a regular day of tailgating, it's annoying, but it's not a pet peeve. It becomes a pet peeve when it's snowing, because I am going slower because of the weather conditions on the road, and if you're on my butt, that is when it gets really annoying because it's. Becomes, a, I mean, it's always a you're being thing. a safe driver, exactly. Yes, and they are risking, risking your life and their own. You guys out there haven't picked up on it. Jesse is probably the most virtuous person <laughs> any of us knows. <laughs> yes, that is true. I think I can say that safely. Um. <laughs> uh, I would start off one of my chief pet peeves, and and well, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but. People who, I mean, the whole cell phone uh, society that we've become, where everybody has a cell phone in their hand at any given time, any given place. But, and I can live with that. I mean, I'm guilty of that to some extent. But I do not like it when people fact check everything <laughs> someone says. Uh, you, you'll be making a point about something. You'll say, uh did you know uh, Coca-Cola uh, in 1976? And everybody reaches for their phone, and they're, and they're starting to, their thumbs are moving. They're going to they're gonna fact check whatever you have to say. 
and dispute it or, you know, confer their praise that you didn't tell a fib. Uh, it well, just didn't have such a reputation as a bold-faced liar. People I was going to say, does this happen to you often? I get fact-checked you say often. everywhere. Oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is irritating when someone has to fact-check you. You know, you're making a, you're telling a story about something that happened or something you heard or read, and they're going to come back and give you all the facts to disprove or prove that maybe you had something slightly wrong. Wait, you know, I don't know. I just, that gets under my nerves. It happens a lot. <laughs> and I won't go into very much more than that. But anyway. It, it just concerns me that it happens to you a lot. It has never happened to you. No. <laughs> oh, come on. I, don't, I think I must just have a trusting face or something. Mm. It, <laughs> it must be something about you. you. Huh. I'll, I'll fact check you before the night's over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Fair enough. Um, it's funny. Jesse kind of segued into my next one. I have a bit of an issue with people that pronounce letters and words that don't need to be pronounced, such as often. For it's some re- spelled like that. It is spelled like that. But... So you, you don't like enunciation? You don't pronounce, you don't pronounce the B in comb. <laughs> yes, but that's silent. It's silent. The, the T in often is not silent. Often just sounds kind of, if you say it without often the T. Often the distance. It, it seems like, uh, yeah, I don't like that. I'm with Jesse on that one. Because well, my, my wife pronounces, who I love very much, pronounces... Often. You don't have to say that. We know you love her. <laughs> I, she listens to the podcast. Okay. It's almost in, <laughs> Maybe we should all in say my it. contract. You love my wife, too. I know. I know. Um, and I love your wife. I sh- you should. This is getting creepy. Anyway, that was one of those things that when... And that's another thing. Like, when you're dating someone, this is not really a pet peeve. It's more of just an observation. It's, when you're dating someone and you're in love, all their little quirks are endearing. Fast forward 25 years, and that's the stuff that sticks in your craw. Now, if my wife was here, the rest of the show would be about the things that I've brought into the marriage that drive her absolutely nuts, and <clears throat> perhaps that's a whole other episode. That's uh, two or three episodes. Could, yeah, categorize those. So enunciation. Enunciation and, and common usage of words and, and that. Well, give us another example. Just often isn't the only word you probably are thinking of. I'm trying to think. Actually, I, that's the one that really kind of sticks with me. <laughs> really gets to you. Yeah. Okay. Well, toward and towards, actually. What? Towards? Toward towards. and towards are, and it's almost a, an English-British thing where. I don't like, like when people say mature. Mature. Oh, mature. Or Mature. It might huh. be right, but I just don't like it. It sounds too close to manure. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of that. Now I can't. Un- now I cannot yeah, not think. The only thing I'll ever think of now when I hear that. Uh, wow. On the topic of language, I um, I don't like the shorthand text messaging. Like maybe it's a generational thing. I cannot bring myself to use the letter U for the word U 
in, in a text message. And it drives me absolutely up the wall when people do that. And I cannot, I cannot not punctuate text messages either. I have mm, to capitalize. Yeah. I, well, I obey all the grammar rules. I will not end the <laughs> sentence in a preposition. I understand that, and that's great. But in the Twitter world, you have to understand that you have a limited number of characters you mm, can use. Good point. So to get your point across, you may have to abbreviate words by just using one letter. Uh, it does drive me crazy, too. My, my daughter will text me, and I got to, like, go to Wikipedia to figure <laughs> out what she's trying to tell me. What, what urban slang right. is she referring to now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it changes weekly. Uh, but it's made me a more hip father. <laughs> like you hey! Need, like you needed that. No giggling. <sighs> This is a giggle-free zone. I understand right. that in the Twitter world, but I agree. I, I wouldn't say it's a pet peeve of mine, but in the texting world, like it doesn't save you that much time. No, you're right. It doesn't. All right. All right. Who's up? I'll go. Do you want to hear what what kind of level? Go you deep. Hear? You want to go, go deep, deep and dark. Deep, deep and dark. All right. Here's deep actually, this is one. That the team of deep <laughs> and dark. <laughs> This is probably one of the ones that bothers me the most. And it's very specific to me, but I know other people, it happens to other people too. So I'm not a big drinker as JD sips his beer. <laughs> what? He's drinking beer? <laughs> I'm not a big alcohol drinker. I do drink alcohol every every now and then, but just not No often. one had to know that. <laughs> it just, it just, the timing was really funny. Um, and Doug, put down your pipe. <laughs> And I have a lot of friends who do drink a lot, which is fine. That's their life choice, whatever. But what bothers me is when I am either excluded or judged for not drinking. For example, I'll go out with my friends and they'll get annoyed with me when I don't get a drink. When, if you know me, my personality is high level anyway. Like I can keep up with you if you're drunk. I'm my, like, I'll be just as outgoing as you. And they just, I've had friends who are like, come on, don't be lame, get a drink. And this is turning into a peer pressure <laughs> talk for high schoolers. I'm putting but, my beer but away like, now. But no, seriously, it's <laughs> like they actually get mad or annoyed if I don't get a drink. Like if I just drink water. And I have, I don't know why. It does not apply to you whatsoever. Because I could have just as much fun. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That is, that's a great point. It's and, irritating. And, that's and, like one of my biggest, like, irritation none of their business right and they should leave you alone exactly thank you and oh I'm, shut up <laughs> next time that happens next time that happens um call me i'll be at the other side of the bar and i'll, I'll come uh, talk to your friends who are being annoying that was uh that was one that digs deep in jesse i'll give a surface level one next time go ahead doug uh, i see you picking one out hi I'm going to talk about the gym. <laughs> okay. Going to the gym. Um, in the last couple of years or so, I've been going pretty regular, and uh, I see each of you there often, Jesse and JD. Often. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, going. I'm going to kill them. <laughs> uh, some of the things about the gym that are pet peeves, uh, I think we all probably have a few gym pet peeves. Yes. I think it's pretty mm -hmm. common. Definitely. You, you see people at their best in it in it their worst at the gym uh i i don't like people who go there to impress you're going there to stay healthy get healthy whatever <clears throat> 
But don't go there dressed like you're going to find your husband or attract a husband. And women in full makeup and I don't know. I, I Maybe I'm just old, but I, I, I think that's goofy. Uh, men in the locker room, a whole different st- that's a whole other show that we're not going to get into right now. But uh, dudes, like, have some modesty, okay? <laughs> I mean, I understand people are in there changing clothes, but the point is to change them and get the hell out, not to take them <laughs> off and hang around. The YMCA. Oh, I, I used gosh. to go to, when we lived outside Philadelphia, had a pool table. And there's nothing quite like a bunch of naked old men playing pool mm. to... To give you a whole new outlook on life. I feel like it is a lot of the time the older people. They just don't care anymore. Yeah, That's the same as the point. women's locker room. It's just the old ladies. They just they just yeah. don't care. They're just walking around. Yeah, My pet peeve at the gym is when people are, are, are texting or talking on the phone and they're on the machine I want to be on. Mm. Yeah, and I, I want I just want to get that. I don't like to talk to people at the gym. I'm just uh, yeah. I'm, they're I'm, sitting there at the bench press or something, not doing anything other than just. <laughs> chatting texting i've got an hour i got my routine i want to get done i want to get out that's my list that's on my list you're right my gym one and this is something people probably can't control as much but it bothers me is when they lift incorrectly because Mm -hmm. i I worry that they're gonna hurt themselves like i see i think i hope they hurt themselves (laughs) i just see people like (laughs) trying to do like like a shoulder press with dumbbells and just arching their back so hard and i'm like oh my gosh do you now that you know what you're doing, and do you correct them? Correct them? I, I don't because I think that would be a pet peeve of a lot. That like, drives me I, nuts I, if people tell me what I'm lifting wrong. I have been corrected before, and I'm like, you are wrong. Oh, my gosh. I was I had this barbell once on my back, and I was about to do lunges, and this guy comes over to me. He's like, oh, sweetie, uh, don't you think that's a lot of weight on there? I almost threw it at him. Ooh. And you could have. <laughs> I could, and I could have. <laughs> I, I, um... <clears throat> Same thing, I went to the gym once, and some guys, like, I'm only going to lift a couple more years. I'm 30s around the corner, and, you know, no sense, you know, keeping at this. First of all, I checked my barbell and made sure I had a little bit more weight than he did. <laughs> and then I shouted out, yeah, 30s a distant memory, buddy. You know? <laughs> um, all right, are we done with the gym? Yeah. I could go on, but I yeah, I could go yeah, on. Yeah, I could uh, go on for a whole I'll podcast. Get, just about oh, angry. showers! Um, <laughs> I hate them. Never take them. Never take a shower <laughs> at the gym. Um, yeah, it can. Well, JD, do you want to go? Yeah. So I've, <clears throat> I've got one here: dog people versus cat people. <laughs> now, Doug, you have Coco. I have a dog. I love Coco. Coco is what breed of animal? He's a Shih Tzu. He's a Shih Tzu. He's a adorable dog he's been a he's he's 10 years old now right 12 years he's been around for quite some time and he's a fixture in the house and i I love coco coco has been at my house um yeah you've you've babysat or dog dog sat sat. so however i think it's fair to say that and i have a i have a a cat and two dogs and and some other animals at home and i never thought of myself as a cat person or a dog person i don't think it's fair to classify people in that way you also have like chickens and duck you're just an animal person. We have chickens ducks and, and a bunny and a bunny yeah we got a lot of animals but anyway as far as the pets there we got dogs and cats 
dogs and the cat. So I, the Shih Tzu is... Yes. I think it's fair to say I mean, he has more cat characteristics than the gray tabby that hangs out with my black lab and Pitbull. I, uh, I don't disagree. My wife and I have often said that he, uh, he acts more like a cat. Um, but yet he has some dog tendencies. I'm not sure he's all cat. Uh, in the day of, in, in this day of uh, people being able to identify, you know, as they please, I think he would identify more as a cat. I th- well, I don't. <laughs> do you identify as a cat or a dog? That's person? the real point. Do you uh, do you identify I'm a yourself? Dog person. A, you're a dog person. Yeah. Not see. I think we I've should never had a cat. I think it's time to break down. That barrier. It's 2022. You should get to love whoever you want. <laughs> I understand, but a lot of people who like dogs just don't like cats or vice versa. Like Doug. Yeah. What well, about a cat fan? I had... I, I learned to like other people's cats <laughs> first. And then, like in, in our case, it was, it was an Apple Festival weekend and my I walk into my cousin's garage and my little girl has a kitten that somebody dropped off and and i mean, at that moment i mm-hmm. just know we're, we have a cat now <laughs> <clears throat> but I, I like the cat i appreciate the cat um i think we you know we gotta stop this it's tearing our country apart <laughs> we have to just put to rest the whole so jd's pet peeve is identifying as a cat people person who person. want to identify are you so are you so hungry for an identity that you have to put it on your pet. <laughs> well, does it carry over to other animals? Are there like horse people and cow people? They're definitely chicken people. Definitely, they're chicken people. Ch- I have chicken versus what? Though? What's the other side of the coin? I don't know that there is another option. It's just it's. You it, either like chickens or you don't like chickens. People really get in. Chickens. People really get into the chickens. Chickens can be some of the most endearing like animals that you ever. Ever, well, <laughs> I was gonna say, also, I love chicken. <laughs> I feel I feel a little bad when our chickens are running around the yard and I'm grilling chicken. Yeah, and they're like up on the deck. Like, what are you doing? Like, uh, you don't know him. <laughs> what wasn't a relative? You can go. Okay. Oh my! So anyway, yeah, chicken. Uh, how we get on chickens? <laughs> Cat versus dog. Cat versus dog. People. I, 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 I. It bugs me when people are identifying by their pet. I feel like okay. that you need. Uh-huh. More substance to your life than that. I'm just realizing we're doing a whole podcast on like just judgment. We're just being yeah. such judgmental people right now. <laughs> this is awful. What? Something encouraging. But people people like that. <laughs> I think people will yeah. appreciate well, this. This is what this. our world thrives on. Well, I mean, but we're also, I think we're presenting the way things ought to be. Like, I think I just According said something Through our else. eyes. <laughs> like something, According to the middlemen. Like, let's take, let's. Well, we're t- it's funny, we're middlemen, us three, or the middleman, and yet we are taking sides. <laughs> oh. All right, we got another one? Yeah, I'll do one of my surface level ones, keep it light. This is probably my biggest surface level pet peeve, <laughs> is when, when people burp, and specifically when they burp and blow it, they're like, <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I, oh my gosh, that is disgusting. Like that, you are Wait, a disgusting human. You if put you a do letter that. in that word that didn't belong. Disgusting. It's disgusting. It's young people's lingo, <laughs> Doug. I think. I was just enunciating to make my point. I see. It is 
gross. Pull like, out your phone, fact check it. <laughs> you'll find that it's a new thing. You are okay. a gross human if you burp and blow it in public. I don't like when people do it in private, like my family or friends, and we're just, it's just us. I still don't like it, but especially in public, like that is, that is gross in no manners. I am fearful because of having worked a, alone for so long that <laughs> any, any gaseous emissions from my body that I don't worry. I, no, you can't smell anything over Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, it's still gross. I'm, like if we're on video chat and you do that, <laughs> I can feel it through the camera. Well, I'm just I'm just terrified. I've gotten so used to just like being myself at all times that I'm going to be in an office space again, and I'm it's, just it's gonna come I'm, out. It's just gonna come out naturally. And and at here's the, the thing, time. though, I'm gonna be a complete hypocrite. I don't mind. I don't mind farts. It's oh. bur- it's burps. Uh, now you tell I mean, me. I don't like. <laughs> I don't like, like them. It's not like I'm hoping it happens, but they that doesn't bother me. Gas blow. George Carlin used to say he didn't mind his own farts. And I don't think anybody does. <laughs> okay, I've never, <laughs> I've never caused myself to run out of the room. <laughs> Why? <Well, I have. laughs> Oh, gosh. Oh, my oh, God. That wow. got gross. We have okay. digressed. Doug, are you next or I got one here? Uh, go ahead. Okay. Okay. This one, I, you got to hear me through on this one. All right. Um, in-store advertising. The, I have an issue with the body positive display advertising in stores. Whoa. Like, hang on. Whoa. You have to hear me out. Wait a minute. It's not for the reason you think. <laughs> so I have, I have teenage daughters. Both lovely. They have different body types. I want them to be comfortable in their skin. I'm, I'm all for that. I'm not worried that now the Victoria's Secret has fired the angels and, and hired more normal-looking women that the angels aren't going to find work somewhere else. They'll find something <laughs> to do. I'm sure they're going to be okay. So I don't have any problem with that. My problem is when I walk to the other side of the store in Kohl's and I'm buying underwear for myself... There's no body positive imaging over there. Doug, has, has Speedo called you for any work in, uh, in, not in the recently. photography realm? <laughs> not recently. Not recently. And, and so I haven't called me either. I'm, so it's not the body positive imaging. It's the lack of in the men's section. It's uneven. Okay. Yes, I would say it's, it's uneven. Okay. And, and, and I, I, I think that's, I think that's uh, you, I mean, you can find it, but you have, you have like, you have to go look for like body positive male models. And I just, I'm not. I would agree with that. Actually. It's not fair. Yeah. It's not fair. And, and by the way, on, on the topic of male attractiveness. You know why that is though. A topic about which I apparently think about too much. Yes. Who buys men's underwear? Women. Women. <laughs> so to sell more men's underwear, you want to put them on a more attractive mannequin. You know? So I think that has something to do with it. I think women are buying the underwear for their husbands and boyfriends and whatnot. So they are drawn to the underwear that is, you know, presented by a well... Okay, Doug. You know, guy. I... Perhaps I need to think this through. <laughs> the other, so on the topic of male attractiveness, which I... Yes. People magazines... Sexiest man alive issue. 
I'm not saying I should have been on it back in the day. Certainly not now. Okay. But I don't think they look that hard. They seem to keep finding George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, and then they recycle. For obvious reasons. Well, they're... <laughs> they're my, and my wife has argued about this. She's, it's clearly, they pick celebrities. It's, so then it should be the most the, you know, sexiest celebrity male alive. It shouldn't be... I mean, isn't there some guy in, like, rural Kansas who might be a little sexier <laughs> than Matt Damon that year? And shouldn't he get a shot? He should probably... Um campaign maybe there should be a I did, a, a countrywide there's not they don't look hard they're not i don't think they even you know, they're not trying people mr might, universe yeah mr. well that's just muscles though i think right well i think it's probably no i didn't mean the like is that a oh, weightlifting content yeah. i mean i was trying to <laughs> i was trying to compare to like a miss america pageant. some guy oh, yeah, okay. yeah. some guy in jupiter like hey what about me <laughs> yeah <laughs> i got four arms and two heads they don't call me for mr universe but yeah, I understand <laughs> your point. I understand your point. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> is this working at all? Yes, I think it is. Do we want to go to the toilet seat? Is that, is, do people have a specific pet peeve? I think it probably is divided down the... I have one, but I don't know. I, I guarantee... it's divided down the uh, gender. Yeah. Because we're about to duke it out right now. This is uh -oh. going to get ugly. Jeez. What is your pet peeve? Because I know it's not the same I as mine. I usually rip it off. The, the toilet seat. <laughs> that causes no more controversy. Okay. Here's my question. <laughs> Why do you have to lift it up in the first place? Is your aim that bad? No, but it's more consideration. Why? Because what if... You have does? a brother. You know that little boys can't... <laughs> hit anything okay but okay let's just pretend right now let's just talk about grown adults grown who still adults. men who lift the seat can yeah. like can you not aim but sometimes it's not like a i don't want to get graphic it's <laughs> you know things happen at night <laughs> and sometimes you don't put the light on yeah and okay <laughs> Okay, then let me transition to this. Why can't you put it down then? What okay, is so, the extra effort? So growing up, growing up, it was an effort for my sisters and mother to get me to lift the toilet seat. But I learned to lift the toilet seat. I guess they stopped there because I, I never <laughs> learned to put it down. So in married life, now that I'm in a house full of women, I dutifully put the toilet seat up and down. Mm -hmm. But it was a progression. It didn't happen all at once. No. I had a roommate once, and her dad came to visit, and he must have gone to the bathroom in the middle of the night. And especially in the middle of the night, if I have to go to the restroom, I try to make it a point to stay as sleepy as possible so when I get back to bed, I can just go into bed. So I'm not turning any lights on. I'm barely even opening my eyes. And I get to the toilet seat, and because it was up, oh. I fall in. And that, that is my issue. Why can't you just put it down? Well, I think it comes down to whose responsibility is it? The men who lift it in the first place. But why would it be? Why I would, why rarely would, need to have the toilet seat down. 
<laughs> yeah, why? Yeah, it shouldn't. Shouldn't the response? I always need the toilet seat down. <laughs> so why do we have to put it down? Because right. you lifted it up. It's like if you open the cabinet in the kitchen to get a glass. As a courtesy, I lifted it up. <laughs> I you, did my nice. If you open the cabinet to get a glass out to get some water, <laughs> is it not your responsibility to close it again? Yeah, but it's up. So, like, if you left it up. And you always knew it was up. And I put it down. You should check to make sure it's down. And if it's not, then put it back up. <laughs> so you're Maybe saying... up you're, is okay. the natural I was going to say, so we're saying the starting position yes. of a toilet seat is up. It should be. And we're the ones who are putting it down and not putting yes. it back up. I feel like there so should funny. be a creative solution see, here's to this the thing. ages old problem. There should be smart toilet seats. Here's the thing. That this, know who's walking this, in. This might and be the seat goes up or down based upon, you know... The, the camera like identifies you as a man or a woman. Oh, and don't the do that. Okay. Currently, I'm that. about to finish well, this argument right now. Public spaces, but <laughs> I'm about would, to finish this argument. I would be bigoted, and everyone listening is about to be like, "Ooh, she's right." So between men and women, you go number one and number two. Men's number two and women's number one and two need the seat down. So three out of the four circumstances need a seat down. You're assuming a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You're assuming a lot. Because I know women. Do we fact fact check that one? (laughs) Phones are out. (laughs) Okay, in the normal Okay, anyone listening to this, you just heard Jesse's argument. She's used three pers- out of the four circumstances I, for men. Seventy-five yes, percent of the time, the seat needs to be down. I, <laughs> I think she's right. I think she might be right. Okay. <laughs> there. See, we've made the world better. Oh, Thank you, Jesse. That was funny. <laughs> okay. Whose turn is it? I just went. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll do another surface level one. Unnecessary and over the top swearing. I just think I just think you sound dumb. My father I used to say. My father used to say that profanity connotes a poverty of vocabulary. Wow. He used to curse a lot, say. but I worked. I used to work at a. Uh, construction company who have stereotypes of swearing and they certainly fix that stereotype it was every other word and it's like in a place of business I was in the office not out in the field oh it was amazing I, I was just my first day there I was looking around like does everyone hear this I just I don't think you sound I you don't smart. sound educated not I, at all it, it, it bothers me um I don't like profanity either well, it's, it's never necessary it's just unnecessary yeah Okay, there's the times. Oh, there, no, there's times. I'll agree with that. Like, I'm not saying I've and never said a swear right. word, especially <clears throat> it's if like not right. But there's times where it happens, <laughs> and you may feel bad afterwards. The, you know, you may be embarrassed. I mean, in church, oh, you know, it's never church. good. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I actually was really. I was in a rush earlier today, and I had to write something before I left, and my pen ran out of ink, and I dropped one, but. Which it was unnecessary. You but dropped a pen? <laughs> I dropped a swear word. And I don't. She said darn. Uh, yeah. Gosh darn it. Can't picture you. <laughs> I don't. It's, I don't often. Well, see, here's the thing. 
often. I also here, <laughs> here, here, here's the thing, Jesse. Like I've known you most of your life. Yeah. Um, you know, off and on. But like if like there are people I know who just they're just cursing all the time. They're dropping dropping, mm-hmm. you know, curse words left and right. I don't hear it. Like I almost don't hear it. Yeah. Like if you swore at me right now. I would be mortified. Like, what did I do? Do it. Do it. Do it. No. Do it. Well, it's people are actually addicted to it. Like people cannot not right. swear. Certain people. And then they get into a situation like churches. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, like they're in church and they don't realize they're still swearing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can say hell in church. That's about it. Only if you're talking about that hell. place. Yeah. They can also, you can also say ass. I guess you could. Depending on the <laughs> version of the Bible that you're reading. King James, I think. Yes. JD, do you have another? Oh, yes. Um, um, scrolling through his I'm list. I'm scrolling through. <laughs> I'm kind of I'm editing as we, as we speak. Um, I had a broad category of babies. Okay. So one thing is, um, some people. This is actually not my pet peeve, but something other people will complain about is is women breastfeeding in public, and there are people that get very offended by that. Okay. I never was bothered by that, and particularly when we had children, you know, kids got to eat, right? <laughs> so we're you know we're in the train station, kids got to eat. So I never was bothered by that. I just wonder if there are any opinions about... I'm bothered by people who are bothered by it. Yeah. I like, and why, why is it an issue? I think it's just... I think it's more... I, I could be wrong. This is just an assumption I'm making. I think it's more men who think that. And depending on where they are, like if they're not married or anything like that, they don't see it as a natural earthly thing. Um... I mean, I could see some women just being like, you know, offended by that too. I don't, I don't know. It's just, I think, I, I don't know. Doug, do you have anything on this? I, I, I've been in the position where I've, you know, I've been in a room when someone is nursing and <clears throat> I'm afraid they think I'm looking, <laughs> you know, you get, you get like, I'm not looking, I'm not looking, I'm not looking. So yeah, I, you end up like. Turning your head and, and, and shading your face, but it's the most natural thing. But I, th- I just don't want her to think I'm looking. <laughs> okay, I get that. So I get <clears throat> I get it can make people uncomfortable. It doesn't but offend me. You would have to have right. a, you would have to have a very particular kind of perversity to get any kind of right pleasure. Pleasure. I don't know how to put these <laughs> words together. Yeah, this right. often happens to me. No, I know. I, uh, I think I think it's more people get uncomfortable by it. Okay, so it's people. You don't want to be caught looking. All right, so yeah, but then, <laughs> basically, that's because I, I don't want to be that kind of pervert that would look at that. Yeah, right. I know. For me, it was it was. You go through that stage of life where like everyone's just, just there's just babies around all the time. You got babies. Your friends have babies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. We were talking about this earlier. You know, I, I kept a lot of my female friends because they all loved my wife. And so, like, and they all got married and had babies. So, like, I'm, and they're not always, like, they would be very 
comfortable about breastfeeding in her home. The blanket didn't always go up. <laughs> and it was, it was very disturbing because, like, I, I knew some of these women, and that, and that would be – so I guess I could see – I do think – Like, I, mean, I, don't, I don't want – I shouldn't I, – I guess I can see someone feeling like you're putting me in a position where I'm, I'm feeling uncomfortable. Right. And don't put me in that position to, where I feel uncomfortable. And then, uh, like, Doug's staring at the blanket. No, I, I understand that. I do think if you're in public, you should have a cover. Okay. I, so I, I'm, like, in the middle there. You're, you're right. Don't put someone in the position to make them feel uncomfortable. But you should also be free to do this anywhere. Yeah. But I would probably recommend, right. recommend a cover. Uh, next baby topic. <laughs> Babies on planes. Well... <laughs> Is your pet peeve that they cry? I was never bothered by that either. I, 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 in fact, and, and as I became a parent, I have a great deal of sympathy mm-hmm. for the babies on planes. What I have trouble with is people wanting to talk on planes. I like to be by myself in public. And like I remember one time on a plane, I've got, I'm in the middle seat, which I like the middle seat i don't really care for the window i've looked at lots i've seen lots of horizons and you're an aisle guy i'm an aisle guy give me give me like at least one leg i can stretch out and i'm good <clears throat> i'm in the middle seat and there are two elderly women who apparently were great friends one was in the window one was in the aisle and they are <laughs> chatting over top of me who wants nothing more than to fall asleep and nap all my way back to philadelphia or wherever i was going and they're chatting and chatting and chatting. Hey, you know, ladies, I really don't care where I sit. You know, I can move. Up. No, we've chosen these seats. We, she oh likes the God. window. I like the aisle. And they did not stop. <laughs> I also have fallen asleep on planes and woken up in somebody else's lap, which is like, mm. okay, not, not a lap. I, I would actually woken up and I was like, there's been like an elderly woman next to me. It seems like I'm sitting next to a lot of old women. Mm-hmm. on planes. Um, we've just moved to planes, not babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate planes. And I wouldn't call it a pet peeve, more of a fear. Really? Why are you afraid of planes? You're I, safer on a I plane a, than in your own bathtub. I don't think, is that accurate? I Fact check. check it, Doug. <laughs> um, He's looking, he I, looking up right now. I do not want to fall to my death. You can um, do that in a bathtub. You can fall to your death <laughs> in a bathtub. I fell off a chicken coop last week. See, but the thing is, whether you're <laughs> in your bathtub, on the chicken coop, or in a car... You like you driving the car. At least I'm in control. If I fall or crash, that's my fault. I don't like not being in control of the plane. Like it's just me in the air. Like the slightest dip, I'm, I'm accepting my, my meeting with Jesus. I have very. I pray very sincerely on planes. I do too. Well, it's not even necessarily the crash. It's like the two minute fall to the crash that I'm scared of. Like knowing you're going to die. Is that what really happens? I would assume. It's that way in the movies, but then you don't really know because yeah, they, they can't come back and tell you. I mean, maybe the air, maybe they suck all the air out of the plane and you, you pass out before you hit the ground. That could be true. We got way off topic there. I don't like I just, people who kick my seat when I'm on a plane. I only did uh. that once. <laughs> but, you know, or the little kid who's uh, crawling over the back of his seat to look at me. <laughs> I feel like I you've had a lot scene. of experiences that I've never <laughs> had before. little kid pop his head up over the seat? He goes, my name's Jeffy. I'm three years old. I'm three years old. He will tell you that 35 <laughs> times. 
No, I don't. I don't like little kids on planes. Okay, I'm not trying like little kids. <laughs> I'm really sure. I think I've gotten grumpy in my old age. I don't like old little kids. You're always a little grumpy. I've known you for a long time. You've, yeah, you've, well. you've been grumpy for a while. All right. Um, Do we have any more? We're at we're at forty minutes. Do we have any more that you feel the world needs to know? You can't. I would you like before we go. I have a I last would one. Like Jesse to give us one of her dark ones. Okay. Your well, I, I gave you the alcohol one. <clears throat> oh, is that a considered? A yeah. I mean, I have I have <clears throat> three more. Pick a number one through three. Uh, two. No, don't pick that one. Why? <laughs> three. It's, it's similar to the alcohol one. Oh, three. Three. Okay, three. Okay, ignorant people on social media who either post or repost something that they actually have no clue about oh. the topic or subject. They're just like, oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. Like other people should know about this. And I'm like, you you realize what you're posting about is incorrect. I hate people who mm-hmm. only listen to the news and then spread that. Like, have you researched anything you're talking about other than what you see on the TV for the I mean, Have they fact-checked what's up? Right, like no one fact-checks any of their posts or anything from the news. Like that bothers the crap yeah. out of me. Yeah. Like you're not, you are not researching or reading anything and you, but they're so passionate about, they're like, oh my God, did you see this? And then they repost it and they're like, this is an outrage. And I'm like, that's wrong. Let's go. So my issue with with social media, I've got lots of them, but my, one of my issues with social media is people feel very free to like launch into somebody that they don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I've seen it multiple times where somebody gets attacked and, you know, you're only, this person only knows, like, you know, someone in common, right? That's how you saw the post. So they're attacking this person who is a friend of a friend. Mm -hmm. So if your common friend had a dinner party and had you over and somebody made a statement that you disagreed with, you would not launch across the dinner table and, and call them a narcissist. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. People always say narcissist and, and they don't, I don't think any people, anybody that uses that word actually knows what it means. But yeah, so I, 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 I am very bothered by people that feel like they've got, because they have this sort of anonymity that they feel like yeah. they're welcome to criticize someone they don't know. On social media, and 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 the idea that it puts the friend who knows them in common in a, in a, mm-hmm. in a just weird, to, weird just place. to um, let our listener or listeners know, <laughs> it's, our one, it's, you it's, one it's listener, okay. it's listener, a narcissist. Kit. Thank you, Clarice. <laughs> we we love you. A narcissist is someone who lights fires, right? What? No. What is that? An arsonist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry carry on <laughs> anyway my, my last one is podcasts oh, oh i hate why them. does hey everyone on. have a podcast now? i can't believe the people that they they're like just do starting that. them they have no idea what they're doing like i th- i think i saw someone someone started a podcast about starting a podcast it was <laughs> that's like looking into a mirror by holding up the mirror and looking into it and then you got that tunnel of mirrors yeah. behind you because yeah the podcast Podcast yes. about podcasts. Okay. I think we can leave it there. <laughs> I think we're done. All right. This has been a very special. Thank you for listening to The Middleman, a Slow Kids at Play production. 
executive producer, writer, and co-host, Doug Allen. Writer, original music, and co-host, J.D. Little. Sound engineer, writer, and co-host, Jesse Merkel. Visionary, marketing, and catering, Teddy the Wonder Lizard. Drop us a line at themiddleman.99 at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at themiddleman99 or Instagram at themiddleman.podcast. The Middlemen, available wherever you get your podcasts.